Good evening, folks, and welcome to another episode of Chasing Spirits Paranormal. I'm your host, Henry, and I'm here with Jeff and Paige. And tonight, our friend Walter is going to be backing out. Yeah, he's got some personal stuff going on in his life right now, so he's just taking the night off. So, if you want to send out any good vibes of support, you can use it. Yes. Yes, that poor fellow's got a lot of stuff going on. But other than that, though, tonight, since it is October, the beginning of the Halloween season. My favorite season. (laughs) We decided we're going to go and visit, revisit some of the old, the old classics. The first thing we're going to do, talk about tonight's little basic cocktail that we come through together. Yes. It's just caramel apple cider with some rum in the house that I have all these little enough for one drink bottles. <laughs> it's like we're finishing up the Virago, the, um, Maggie's Farm, the Kraken. It's like... Yeah, it's, it's strange how that the alcohol around here evaporates so quick. It's all your fault, Jeff. I'm pro- I'm I know. You. I keep telling <laughs> them ghosts downstairs to quit drinking the damn alcohol. Well, if you lock... I might have to lock it up. Huh? I have, might have to lock it up, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Those damn <laughs> drinking ghosts. I heard of them. Well, they are spirits, so. Mm-hmm. And they do like their spirits. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, So, any- yeah, we're going to have to um, restock the bar. So, if you want to contribute to the bar, please do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are not proud. <laughs> I mean, the bar's the... Uh, Ain't too proud to beg, sweet darling. That's right. You beg every night, don't you, baby? Mm, well, <laughs> not if I do things right. I don't have to beg for anything. Okay. Well. <laughs> Tonight, folks, we're going to talk about exorcisms. And not every one of them is like the cute Halloween Hollywood movie where you got little Reagan, which was played by... Um, oh, who played her? Linda Blair. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't cute though. <laughs> that was pretty brutal. That was the first. I think that was like the first really scary movie. That, yeah. Uh, you know, as a kid, I I watched because it was based on a true story. And when you hear based on a true story, and when you're a kid, you want to see it. You want to see it, of course. I mean, Jaws was, was scary, but I mean, you know, that was fiction, but. Something like this when you're a kid, especially growing up Catholic. Okay. Who got scared after watching The Exorcism? You did. Oh, I was terrified. I slept with my mother. Well, you are a mama's boy. (laughs) I am. Yeah, but I mean, that was just weird only weird and scary only in the way that you'd never seen something like that before i mean you're talking about what back in the uh 70s 70s when this stuff happened and you know we didn't have the internet so no oh that internet was just a drug induced dream (laughs) yeah i mean until and and until now when you come upon stories like uh miss annalise Annalise Elizabeth, uh, Anna Elizabeth Annalise Michael, born September 21st, 1952. She perished on 1 July 1976. She was a German woman who 
who underwent 67 Catholic exorcism rites. In 10 months. Woofty goofty. That's a lot. Yeah. And they lasted anywhere from one to, what, four hours, sometimes even longer. Just the amount of mental strain on having two German priests yell at you that the power of Christ compels you. Over and over and over. That's a lot for anybody. Yeah, well, in September of 1975, Bishop Josef Stangl granted Father Arnold Renz permission to perform an exor- the first exorcism according to the Ritual Rom- Romanum. But what they did is they ordered total secrecy. And, uh, yeah. So, Renz performed the first session on uh, the 24th, actually, of, of September. And Michael began increasingly speaking about dying to atone for the wayward youth of the day and apostate priests of the modern church. Wasn't she what they call a victim soul? Yeah. Yeah, she um, suffered for others. Right, yeah. Martyrdom. Sort of martyrdom, yeah. But now her parents stopped consulting doctors at her request and relied slowly Solely on the exorcism rites, <clears throat> a total of, like Henry says, sixty-seven of them. Yeah, but she was going. She had her first um, seizure, seizure, and when she was a teenager, she was sixteen. Yeah, and they ended up diagnosing her with some sort of, with a form of epilepsy. I think it was temporal lobe. Diagnosed with psychosis caused by temporal lobe, lobe epilepsy. epilepsy. Right, and so therefore they put her on all these. Antipsychotic drugs. I think Dylan was one of them. I think Tegretol. And these drugs have a tendency to, they can kind of numb your mess mind with a little your, bit, mess yeah. with your brain a little yeah. bit. You can't think as well and make you sleepy, maybe some suicidal, ideate, suicidal ideation. And they, um, and she didn't like the way they were making her feel, so she, she got off. And these are the kind of drugs you don't quit cold turkey. You need to kind of be weaned off of them. Yeah, that's like most psychotics because, I mean, a lot of the, like I was, we were talking about this earlier, a lot of um, uh, mass shooters, they've been on psych- psychotics, psychotic drugs, and they just stop taking them all of a sudden. And so it, it affects them to where, I don't know, they just snap. I mean, I guess it's just like... Uh, any other drug that if you're put on for a long time and you're taken off just like that, you know, your body goes through a really hard... You go withdrawals. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, it seems like with psychotics drugs, anti-psychotic drugs is that it affects you a lot worse in your psyche. Exactly, because it's anti-psychotic. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you just go off at cold turkey, it's like... Mm-mm. Stuff's not gonna happen good. No. So, I mean, that's that's just part of her story. Yeah, and she's and her and Elise went through a lot. I mean, she, uh, her seizures. I mean, one time she wet her bed. And that could happen during a seizure because you lose control of your bladder. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. And she was, um, you know, she was suicidal. So mm-hmm. that doesn't help. No, that could be from the drugs too. Right, it's a psychosis. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the my question to you though is this: is they found that she had about what six demons in her? Allegedly, yes. Well, of course, there was Lucifer. Oh, top dog. Then there was Hitler. Hitler, Judas, Cain, and that priest. Those. I question those. I think they might have been somebody, uh, maybe possibly a demon, um, being an imposter, posing as those, saying, "Yeah, I'm Hitler." But you know they're not, because you know, because you know she's in Germany, post World War Two. Mm-hmm. Hitler was a big name. And Judas and her Catholic upbringing. Do you ever heard about Judas and Cain? Yeah, and I mean, if you're following Hitler, I mean, he was. I think he was demonically possessed too. So I mean, Hitler was insane. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think they all were. Well, I mean, a, a topic for another story is that you know they were into demonology and all that stuff. They were into the occult. Yeah. So, I mean, this poor girl is, you know, spiritually broken as she was. Yeah, she, and um, then turning towards, you know, bad influences. Well, you know, they said she's um, spoken Latin during her exorcisms, but then she also, during that time, Catholic Mass was held in Latin, and she was familiar with the language. She was, she, according to what I found out, she was actually... Brought up in the Catholic doctrine where she learned Latin and she absorbed it. Right. So, therefore, it's going to be, that's not a surprise that she spoke it. Yeah, well, I attended a, cat, a Latin mass the other day and I had no idea what they were saying. Couldn't figure it out, huh? Well, well I mean, if you're a Catholic, they have, you know, their usual rituals where you can follow along yeah, and well, everything. Yeah, you can figure but... it out. I mean, after, what, 58 years? Yeah. <laughs> So you kind of go along with it and everything. But, I mean, this this poor girl. Didn't her mother make her uh, sleep, hurt her sister sleep on like a cold A bare floor, floor in winter. Yeah, to atone for the sins of the... Others. Others. I'm like, okay, so therefore she's a victim soul, I think. And she was in the... And Mother Mary, she claimed, I, I could be wrong, that... Um, the Virgin asked her to suffer for others, and she willingly did this. But she didn't know how bad the suffering was going to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, when she was 16, she experienced a, a severe convulsion and was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy. 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 And, um, you know, that's got to kind of freak, freak, her out, freak out all of her... Uh, fellow uh, students because, I mean, she attended the U- University of Würzburg. The thing is, also... And her classmates described her as withdrawn and very religious. Würzburg's actually a beautiful uh, city and in she was, Germany. Uh, I've been there. She was, very, she was an introvert. And she didn't go to parties. She hang, she rather stayed in the house in her room wherever and pray. But she did have a boyfriend. Hmm. She did have a boyfriend? She did. Lucky and, guy. And he was very supportive of her throughout all her ordeal. Well, she was cute. Yeah, she was cute. But she was... She just had all them... Problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, going on a date with <coughs> Annalise and Hitler. Yeah. Uh, what? Who, who do we have tonight? 
<laughs> yeah, I can imagine their uh, <clears throat> what they were talking about back and forth had to be very interesting conversations. Yeah, I oh. think the only time she acted possessed is when the priests were around. Hmm. Nobody, else, no other time would she act possessed. Well, my question to you though is this, kids. Is she actually was able to function and go to school and graduate? Yes, she did fine. Sure. If you were demonically possessed, that shouldn't ha- should not happen. It should take over your entire life. Yeah. And it did not. No. So that's therefore that's question. I question that. Was she really possessed, or was she possessed as a? Wait, as a convenience thing, <laughs> you know? Well, what you do you know, mean, like, what do you well, think she like was suicidal or something? Or something or? And then it's just like, well, I didn't study. So we're going to act possessed, therefore I can get out, being, getting out of that test, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just horrible. I mean, because not only was she tormented... You know, spiritually and um, psychologically. But, I mean, when you have all that happening, it, your body's going to take a, a beating. Because, I mean, she died. When she died, she only weighed about 66 pounds. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, that's probably even... She, uh, at blessed. one point, during her, one of her possessions, she, um, she peed on the floor. Then she licks up her urine. And she ate spiders. She ate spiders. Well-balanced diet. Yes, well, I think protein. Uh, maybe a little bit of fat and carbs, but protein. Then she also, um, at one time, she was kneeling down, throwing, kneeling down so violently that she broke her knees. Just up and down, up, up and, and down, yep. And just, that, because of the constant pressure on her knees, it bro- they broke them, broke her kneecaps. So she couldn't walk. I was like, yeah, <laughs> without assistance. And Well, yeah, because, I mean, if she's going up and down and up and down so many times and probably landing, yeah, landing on her knees so violently, I mean, you know, that would take a, a beating on your knees, definitely. And plus, she's probably, uh, at that point, she's probably um, malnourished, which is going to weaken your bones. She had black eyes. That could be from the malnourish, malnourishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pictures of her. On... She looked awful. She looked horrible. Yeah. Dark circles around her. Very dark circles around her eyes. They say she was hitting herself. It's like, yeah, okay. I mean, it was just like, it was perfectly portrayed in The Exorcist. The way uh, that little girl was, um, you know, she had like, you know, Rings under her eyes, her lips are all chapped, her face is all white and cracked. Yep. You know, and at least just stopped eating. Yeah. And she, um, that's what, or she stopped, I would say she stopped eating completely. She just, little bits here and there. And then she, when you got down to, to just 67 pounds, and well, she wasn't drinking either. Well, she had <laughs> the occasional yarn and spider. <laughs> yeah. Well, she probably wasn't drinking enough to urinate. Well, uh, as far as her death on um, July 1st in 76, she died in her home. And the aut- autopsy report stated the cause of death was malnutrition and dehydration, resulting almost a year in the state of near starvation while 
the rites of exorcism were performed. Right. So, yeah, she suffered from broken knees and... Uh, Paige, you probably know what this is, I guess. What? Continuous genu... Oh, genuflections. <laughs> Jeff, you're Catholic. You grew up Catholic. I know. <laughs> and was able to move with it. Without assistance, is reported to have contracted pneumonia too. So that she, she had she actually had pneumonia and tuberculosis at the same time. Oof. So therefore, she was put into a sanatorium for a while to recover. Yeah. And then um, after that, we wonder, and she refused to take in, go see a doctor. They're like, we want the Catholic the priest was like, you need to see a doctor, take met, get evaluated. She's like, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. I was wondering what happened in the sanatorium to make her against doctors and medication. Mm-hmm. And her, and somebody planted the idea of demonic possession into her parents' brains. And therefore, she started acting like she was possessed, like textbook. It's like, okay, so all of a sudden, you hear the word demi- demonic possession, therefore, we're going to act like it. It's like, okay. Well, I don't think her head spun around. I doubt it. And there was no pea soup. No, I doubt that too. But she did pee. She did pee. Well, yeah, the pee she drank. And then she had, here she, you are a young teenage girl, what, maybe 17, 18. You have these men holding you down. I'd be kind of perturbed too. (laughs) I mean, shouting obscenities also at them. Let me go. <laughs> well, I don't know. We listened to those recordings. and Oh, they're just actually scary. Yeah. They were frightening. Yeah, because, I mean, granted, she, she spoke, um, you know, just in, in her weird Latin tongue. I mean, it, <coughs> yeah, that was creepy enough, but... To hear her voice from the recordings, I mean, that's a deep, guttural... Yeah, but she could have been hoarse from screaming, too. Well, she'd been hoarse just from the uh, lack of um, water. I get dehydrated, I get hoarse. Yeah, but she didn't... From from the recordings that I heard, she wasn't hoarse at all. She was just... She had a deep, gut, guttural oh, kind of uh, voice that, um, obviously, a young lady like her would not have... No. Theory. It's a theory. That's just what I, from what I hear. Well, I'm looking at the picture of her, and she seems like a very healthy, attractive woman. Yeah, well, she was. Before until, she, you know. Until she went nuts, or she got possessed, or whatever. And then her, her parents and the priests involved in her exorcism were also charged with involuntary manslaughter. Well, all right. That's a good question. I mean, they they actually took it to the law. Yes, they did. They were charged. Well, and they were charged and convicted. And, and they convicted. Spent six months. Well, they were charged. Not the they were the priests and the priests were charged with neglig- negligent negligent homicide. And it's like, you know, they tried to help her, but it's just like. But they, in the meantime, she died because they weren't. She, they were taking. They weren't taking care of her. She was. She. Yeah, she but she's. Pro- she's probably, you know, refusing stuff. She was, and they were going by her orders. Yeah. But at a certain point, you have to say we gotta be all. That's when you can bring the courts in and get her over. Get that overruled. And you have to force them in. 
course, I don't know if they could do that in Germany at the time or not. I mean, it's is probably you know a, you know the first case of everything. So, the court probably had no idea how to really charge the court these people. Probably didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, because the priests were. I think the priests each served six months. Mom and dad were let basically got suspended sentences. They could the courts decided said these people have suffered enough. We're just going to give them a suspended sentence of three years, and they didn't have to and no no jail time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, with the priests and everything, this is the first time they probably came up with against something like this. And, you know, here they are being uh, convicted, convicted of, you know, something new that just. They had that, no idea what they were doing. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, they still charged them for all that. I, I guess it set, kind of states a basic. Um, precedent for for law when somebody's i guess in this kind of condition yeah it, it, it did look like they were negligent because of the fact that the state that she was in well i mean the, the church said that maybe she needs psychology you know psychological help and everything that's why she was and she refused yeah and she she refused so her daughter, her family was doing what she requested. So was she really possessed or was it just some sort of psychosis? Oh. Yeah, it's a whole thing where, I mean, do you want to, you know, the, the person who's suffering, do you want to, you know, listen to them, especially after what she's been through? You know, it's actually, it's funny when you talk about that because the Catholic Church, there's a doctrine they have to follow. Yes, there is. Yeah. And first they go to a physician. Then they have to be analyzed. Psychi- by a psychiatrist or By a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Now, for one who sat with a psychiatrist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've sat with a few myself, so. <laughs> well, anyway, to make a long story short, I don't know. I mean, yes, it makes for great entertainment watching this movie. It does. And especially in this field, I mean, since exorcisms are now hot again and the new movie came out. Exorcism are, exorcisms are going to be hot no matter, I'm going to be a trend no matter what. Yeah, but I mean, all I can tell you is every time, it's not like God's going to win every exorcism. No. She asked, Annalise asked for absolution of last night. Of her life. And the next morning they found her dead. She knew. She knew, too. Well, the, um, what I found interesting about the trial, and, um, and, you know, the trial and the recommendations by the church was that their, uh, their lawyer, uh, Schmidt Leachner, argued that exorcism was legal and that the German Constitution protected citizens in the unrestricted exercise of their religious beliefs. The de- the, they uh, claim that play, the play tapes recorded at the exorcism sessions sometimes f- was featuring what was claimed to be demons arguing to assert their claim that Michelle, well, that she was possessed. 
both priests claimed that the demons identified themselves. Now, the, they identified themselves as Lucifer, Cain, Judas Iscariot, Belial, Legion, Hitler, and Nero, among others. And they also stated that that she was finally freed of demonic possession resulting from the exorcism just before her death. So right. that's kind of interesting. Yes, also, um, a theory that's been thrown out is disassociative disorder, kind of like a split personality type thing. Think Sybil. Yeah. That's been thrown out as a possibility, this theory. Split personalities trip me. A multiple personality type thing? Oh my yeah. goodness. That's, that's been thrown out as a theory. And you have a, and you like that, you can take on characteristics of somebody completely different. You can talk in a completely different voice. Act completely different. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that's, like I said, that's one theory. Possession, demonic possession is another. Which one is it? We don't know. And there's a, and after the trial, I hear, I hear they exhumed her body. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I also hear that her body was in a, was not, um, had not decomposed. It was in a state of preservation. And usually, and to become a saint, you have to have a perfectly, you know, your body cannot decompose. It has to be preserved. I'm like, ah, oh, interesting. So maybe we have Aunt Saint um, Annalisa. <laughs> saint Annalisa. Well, you know, the one thing is, it's just those 67 sessions. That would exhaust anybody. Including yeah, oh people yeah. performing it. Not to mention, and the parents. You know, every time I, yeah, I could just picture those two priests sitting in the car. It's like, all right, 64. <laughs> Who's going to lead? All right. Who's taking the lead this time? Flip a coin. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. You've been in the church longer than me, so, well, yeah, maybe you should go in first. Yeah, but you're the younger one, therefore you've got more stamina. You're going, there. <laughs> you're going in. You know, I was thinking of like some of the other episodes that we have seen where there was possessions where they were in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And that boy climbed up the side of the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a big yes. You don't that's see a, that every day. That, that's not a um, common occurrence. Just somebody, some eight-year-old kid climbing up the wall, literally. <laughs> It's like, okay. My witnesses, professional um, health healthcare witnesses. Yeah, that happened in what? Oh, what was that place? The Demon House in Idaho, Iowa? I, uh, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. But... Um, That's a big yes. It's a big issue. The weird thing on is on the June 6th in 2013, a fire engulfed the house where she had lived. And the local police determined it was a case of arson, but some of the local people attributed it to her exorcism. Oh, her house got, her house burned down? Mm-hmm. I was not aware of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where she, where she lived. And who knows why, what the actual factual uh, deal is with her house burning down. I mean... yeah. Well, them houses in Germany are are mostly all stone. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure they don't live in thatched huts anymore. I doubt it. But you know, thatched roof, those are pretty cool. Yeah. 
And I see the we have there's a winery here in Virginia that has a thatched roof. Really? Yeah. I always like the thatch roofed. It's very um it's a cool look, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty neat. But I mean this poor girl. The her circumstances of her suffering between, you know, being it might be uh some kind of psychosis, it might be some kind of um you know, just kind of like a bad Omen or, or not even omen, I guess just like a an, a demon like like the one she said claimed to possess her, and then you got the church also involved, and then you got the courts after that when she you know when she's going through all this. I well, mean, it's up, just just a freaking mess. Yes, well, she grew up in a small rural town in Germany. Yeah, devoutly Catholic family. Catholic. She went to church twice a week at least. She had all this stuff just. It's just compounding. Yeah. And it wasn't like a 45-minute mess. I'm sure it was like a couple of, couple of hours, you know, you're there. And it was just all that. She was just surrounded by all that. So, therefore, she was going to think she's demonically possessed. And that's... And her parents going to think that, too, because... Yeah, remember her rejection or reaction towards religious icons? This is true. She uh, was very... Adverse to them. She went to some shrine in Italy, didn't they? She and her aunt or a neighbor. Mm-hmm. And she had an adverse reaction. She did not want to go walk around the ground around it because it was burning her feet. They brought her water from the spring to drink. She refused to drink it because, well, it came from the Holy Spring. We can't drink it because she's possessed. But, yeah, she was... It's, it's actually a very sad case. Yeah, well, the official cause of her death was ruled mal- malnutrition and dehydration, which, I mean, obviously her body died from, but yeah. spiritually. Physically, that's, that, that's the cause of death. Right. So, let me get this straight. You're saying when she was possessed, she was sightseeing. Yeah. She went down. One of her neighbors or, or relative took her down to some shrine in Italy, thinking that would help Help her out. Hello, I didn't. Okay. I wonder, what, I wonder what shrine that was, though. Uh, I don't know the name of it. It's down in Italy. Had a, had a spring to go with it, so they... And the water was supposed to be holy, and they're thinking that drinking the holy water... The water from the spring would cure her problem. Well, you know. Well, that didn't help. No. Crying out loud. I didn't think it would, because it is spring. Holy water, supposedly. Well, ah. Could have drank nasty water. And probably done just as much good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was. There was a lot going on with that case. Yeah. Probably one. What if that was Lords in France? No, Italy. Uh, yeah, Lords is. Yeah, that's a different one. Well, I remember my aunt came back from the Lords, and she gave us all holy water from Lords. Mm-hmm. I drank mine. Did you turn young? No. <laughs> Didn't do anything special to you after you drank that holy water? Did you feel holy? 
Well, I keep holy water in my truck. Yes, we know. Yeah, but you don't drink it. No, I, I bless myself with it. Well, yeah, I think he blesses all once or twice, but it's okay. <laughs> whatever we take whatever we protection we, we can sometimes. You know, we go on our little investigations. Yeah, yeah, speaking of which, we got to talk about that. Okay. But according to the clock on the wall... It is... What time is it? It is 8.28 p.m. At least, I think... We're planning on going back to the the bridge, except this time with Walter. Yes. Let's bring that lad out there. <coughs> yes. yes, we are. With all of his, with oh, all of his, 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 his tools, his yeah, gadgets. all of his tools and toys and gadgets. And Jeff loves gadgets. Mm-hmm. So, if people remember, go to a coffee brand coffee and get you some good coffee, and use um, Chasing Spirits as for a coupon code. You know, we all love coupons. Coupons. Yes, coupons. And remember, stay strange. Bye-bye.